Hey, this is Kat Kahn from Knoxville, Tennessee. And Tanya Rice from Minneapolis, Minnesota. We are grateful you've joined us. And we cannot wait to share with you the musings of a couple of yogis. We hope you learn, laugh, and enjoy. And we hope you will share with us any of your comments or questions. Without further ado, this is Two Pittas on a Pod. Hey, Tanya. Uh, hi, Kat. How are you? I'm good. You know, I... um am enjoying this lovely fall weather. Uh, you know, I love talking about the weather. Anytime you ask me how I am, I always immediately go to the weather. But, you know, Tennessee, just like I'm sure where you are, but Tennessee and the mountains, Smoky Mountains in the fall with all the oranges and reds and greens and yellows is just pretty special. Yeah. How about your trip? My trip was fabulous. I never really believed that I was a big Paris fan, but this was my second trip to Paris. And I just love Paris. Just love it, love it, love it. But I have to say, taking the river trip down to the beaches of Normandy, I can't even really put it into words. Standing on those beaches where D-Day happened, and you could really feel the vibrations of the people that had been there. I just stood there and I felt my feet vibrating and I, I, I was really dumbstruck. It was, it was, it was such an emotional thing thinking about these babies because they were babies that died on that beach. Yeah. I was looking around at some of the big macho guys that were there with tears coming out of their eyes. It was just a real somber place to be. But then when we left there, we went back and saw, you know, ruins of a castle that William the Conqueror built. That was friggin' amazing. Then heading back into Paris and we got to Paris in the evening on the ending of the trip. Our boat docked right at the base of the Eiffel Tower and the little twinkle lights were going crazy. And it, it was just a very special trip. It sounds like it. I loved looking at the pictures. I always love stocking your, your, <laughs> your, your vacations online, but it was really lovely. I've made a, I've about decided anytime I do vacations or we do group travel, I'm only going to post 10 pictures a day on Instagram and I share them to Facebook. And so, so I'm not bombarding people with 40 pictures. So I try to pick out my favorite 10 of each day. So <laughs> we've got Hawaii up in March and Galapagos in April. And then I've got um, Ireland in October. So any of our listeners that want to go to Ireland, we still have about eight spots, eight or 10 spots left. So let me know. Crazy. Look at you, world traveler. <laughs> well, you know, it's all about planning, isn't it? And speaking of planning, that's what we're talking about today is we're talking about planners, which, you know, I used to think I was the best little planner until I met you. And <laughs> <laughs> I, You know how many people I have had say that to me? <laughs> I, I know. It's because you only sleep two hours a night. <laughs> no, but I love planners and I think... They help us organize our lives. And I have to say, one of my favorite things is getting a new planner each year because when it's fresh and it's clean and it's new and it's full of possibilities, I just get so excited because there's the potential. Oh my gosh, Tanya's holding up three. <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll come to talk about that, but yeah. I love new planners too. Mm -hmm. Yep. You got the potential to change your whole year right in your hands and become more organized and efficient. Yeah. And you know me because I'm a list maker. I, I feel like that's one of the priorities in my planners is I need places to have lists because yeah. 
I can't, you know, if my planner just gives me this much space, that's not enough space for me because you know how I am when it comes to list making. And Mm -hmm. so I need a planner that's going to accommodate that. So some of the things that I look for in a planner might be different from some of the things that other people look for in a planner Mm -hmm. because of that. But I have also come to learn over maybe the last year and a half, I think probably since the last time you and I talked about planners, but another one of my prerequisites for a good planner is it has to be hardbound. Like mm-hmm. I I want a case, mm-hmm. right, that isn't going to get all bent up in my bag because I take my planner everywhere I go. And I have had multiple where I was rebending the little, you know, spirals because they were all bent or squashed in my bag. And so then that doesn't work for me either. I need a hardbound planner planner. So those are two of my major prerequisites. What's what's a couple of your prerequisites for a, a good planner? What's funny is I like one that's soft and a little <laughs> more pliable. Like last year I had the Clever Fox planner and it was leather uh, or a, a vegan leather. And I loved it still after a whole year of being beaten up. It still looks perfectly new. But I, because I'm always shoving it into different size purses and into my computer bag when I'm racing to the uh, to different things, I want it to be able to easily squish in there. And I had a hard one before. It was, it just didn't really work for me. So it is funny how there, we are very different and stuff like that. I have one thing that I am horrible at, and I know you're good at, and it drives me crazy. I, and I fail at this every year. I always want to make all of my lists in my planner. And I don't know why, but I end up with my lists on another sheet of paper that I cram into my planner. It makes no sense because I, but I've got them all so organized. So that's something I think a lot of times I want to look at the month and then have my notes right there at the same time. So I haven't found a planner that's small enough that has enough note-taking space there. So maybe I need to look at some of your suggestions. This year. So uh, two, two different things that I've done now, and I'm actually going to bring this up, is this little gadget that I now have started using. And this is not technically a planner. I'm going to mm-hmm. give you this. This is actually more of like a list holder, but it's three ring bound, which mm-hmm. I really love because I also have it sectioned off. And in here are page inserts of which you can get planner page inserts. Mm -hmm. Plus you can also have your list inserts. So you can have both your planner and your pages for your list all in one book. So what company is that one from? So this is just an Oxford, but it's done, you know, with the six pages, but Mm -hmm. you can get calendar inserts with six pages. Right. And then I got, because I love this paper and I'm fascinated with it, is this new recycled stone paper. Oh, I've, I've got some of that just for note, for note taking. Yeah. So I have the plain pages for note taking, but then they also have what they call meeting minutes and the meeting minutes are really cool because I've been using these for any time I have something like this. Mm-hmm. Well, I don't consider you and I a meeting, but I have all of my notes for what you and I do on a meeting minute page, right? 
And I do the same for like, hey, if I'm meeting with my teachers or, hey, this is for teacher training class on Tuesday night. Like I have all of those lists now on my meeting minute pages Mm -hmm. and it's working out quite fantastically. So I do love that. But you and I talked about this planner last year was the day designer planner. Mm -hmm. And this is the planner that I used all of last year and I got it for this coming year Mm -hmm. because I really do love how every day has both a column for the by the hour so I can plug in all of the things I do by the hour, but it also has a checklist. And in the checklist, it has the top three things that must be done today, but then it also has your checklist for the day. Mm -hmm. And so for me, it's really easy because I just go through my list. If I get it done, I cross it off. If I don't get it done and I know I'm not going to get it done, I can just very well easily write it on the next page. What was the name of that planner? The Day Designer. And I was introduced to this planner by a friend of mine, and I love it. So here's the thing. If you are not a huge note or list maker like I am, they have two sizes. It comes in five and a half by seven, and it comes in eight and a half by ten. Mm-hmm. And I got the five and a half by seven originally, which was kind of <laughs> silly because I wasn't even a month in and I was like, this calendar is not working for me. And I just ordered the new one. And then I felt really bad because I had this whole calendar that has 11 months unused. So I uh-huh. did end up giving it away because, you know, there are other people that would use it. But for me, it doesn't function. I need a whole page to write my notes and crap right. on. And so I ended up getting the bigger one. But the other cool thing is, is now they've made the day designer so it you can buy them January to January. You can buy them June to June. So, you know, depending on however you like it. So even if you start late, you could also, you know, get one now, but they have just come out with the January, 2023. So I just purchased mine. (laughs) I am going to start working on it, but I'm really excited about it. Yeah. That is awesome. Well, one thing that I think it's important for people when they, and most everyone I know uses a planner in some way, shape or form, but they're not real efficient at using their planners. And like I said, I do struggle trying to find something I can keep everything in. So I'm going to check yours out. But I find one thing that is helpful in using a planner is to create a routine for your with your planner, like having a morning routine where you look every single day at what's coming up, or I prefer to do it the night before. So I can go to sleep knowing what's going to happen the next day and I don't have any surprises, you know, and I do try to always write down when, especially when I'm starting a new planner, I go through the whole planner and write down scheduled appointments for the whole year, you know, to include us recording our podcast. I can always take them off, but I can't, I don't want to forget things. And then, uh, but on the night before I try to set goals for the upcoming day and the goal may be, you know, a work goal. It may be a fitness goal. It may be a writing goal, but It's just whatever I would like to achieve that day. Most of the time I have about 30 goals that I want to achieve, which they end up being because I I am a list maker too. I just don't have my list in my calendar, but then I subtitle what tasks I have to do to achieve those goals that I set out for myself. And I try not to put too many goals because that can be overwhelming. So if I, I try to have one big thing, I have to get this done and then have all of my little sub goals under that. And I try, and I'm, I'm sure you're probably, I'm anxious to know if you're better at this than I am, but you kind of have to be because of your schedule. But I try to really time block and schedule my tasks to include 
cooking dinner, to include working out, to you know, include podcast or teaching class or meetings, you know, that I have. So I try to time block everything because if I don't, then it just gets away from me and I don't get as much accomplished. Do you tend to do that in your phone too? I don't use my phone calendar very much. Um, I mean, I put like dentist appointments and doctor appointments, things like that in my phone, but I don't use my phone calendar that much. My son use Google Calendar. You would love it. I use a combination of both. I use the the Google Calendar like when I'm out and about and somebody like texts me and says, hey, can I make a Reiki appointment or whatever? So I can put that immediately into my phone. Then each night I will go through like you say, and I will just make sure that it's in my written calendar. And yeah, to your point, I do have to block out time. Like I even block out the time I'm in my car so that I know this is not usable time for me because it's important for me to, you know, also not forget sometimes in a given week, I've got, you know, four to six hours in a car like you do, Mm -hmm. and that's not functional time. And so as long as I see it on my calendar, then I'm like, okay, that doesn't fit into my that night, you know. Mm-hmm. But I do like that the nice part about this day designer is that like I was talking about the one calendar that has like the hour by hour where I can block things out, but then it's got the list calendar, but then it has a third calendar and the third calendar is just a notes, which mm-hmm. I do like that because I'll put the things on my center column that are my to-do things. Those are the things that have to be done today. Mm-hmm. And then on my notes column, I'll add the things that might be able to drag out through the week or into the weekend. So then if I do get it done, I can cross it off and it doesn't have to get carried on to the next day. I know people are like, well, yeah, but you know how much time you spend writing and rewriting? I'm like, nope, five minutes. And that also reinforces what you have to get done. And that's another thing that I try to do is transfer any unfinished tasks or or chores or goals or whatever to the next day. Or if I know the next day it won't work, I move it on to where it will. But another thing that is helpful, I think a lot of people, the very first thing they do when they wake up in the morning is start checking their phone. I I've been trying to, and I've been very good lately about not checking my email until I schedule time to check my email. Because if I look at it first thing in the morning, I may miss something. I may go, oh, look, Jordan messaged, uh, emailed me. And then it's not shown as new. And I most of the time I go back in and put Marcus unread. It's better for me to just wait yeah. desk and I can check my email. So I try to block things out even like that. Yeah. I, I totally hear and understand that we've talked about this, but I removed technology from my room, which is really lovely. And so now my biggest distractor, though, is still text messaging. And I know that I have a lot of things that are going on with teacher trainings and with, you know, all of my stuff at the studio. So my texts can blow up sometimes. And then that does cause me a little bit of anxiety. And I have to just pause and I have to be like, nope you know, you're doing this one thing right now, the text can wait for 30 minutes. And I have to remind myself that a lot, like you don't have to respond right this minute, you know, but it is it is a work in progress. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. You know, another thing, I don't know if you've done that done this, but I have a couple of planners that I got and I just didn't use. So that's another thing that if someone is just starting to really use a planner system, and they're trying to consolidate and keep all of their important things, in there, you have to really make a commitment to use it. 
you know, start it the night before, check things out, start it using it the next day because it can quickly get away from you and you go back, go back to your old habits Yeah, instead of giving it a fair shake. And I really would say committing for at least a month. I know usually we say two weeks to start a habit, but I would say with the planner, really commit to a month to using it every day and making it a part of your life, you know, and, and get rid of the post-it notes and the scraps of paper that you take to your computer and your desk and you stick them on the inside of your uh, calendars, you know, so try to try to fully utilize something. If you're going to spend the money for a system, then get your money's worth. Yeah. I did get a new planner this year that I have not used before, but it was an 18 month planner. This is this calendar that I got this time is an academic planner, which I don't, I tend to typically stray away from, but I was attracted to this one again because it's hard covered Mm -hmm. and, you know, again, spiral bound, which I don't mind, but this one too has the monthly calendar. And then it has the like days that you can write in each Mm -hmm. of the days. This one comes with a sheet page of stickers. And I know that one of yours came with (laughs) stickers too. Mm -hmm. And I've never been a, Oh, I want to have stickers in my calendar, but this has been kind of fun. I'm like, Oh, I'm like just sitting one night and I'm like, Oh, I'm just going to put some stickers all over. (laughs) And so now as I go through, I'm like, Oh, look how cute my calendar looks on top of it being useful and functional. Oh, speaking of being cute, I have in my shopping cart on Amazon, these little pins that have create borders of flowers or hearts or smiley face or weather. And they're just, they look like, well, they are regular ink pens on one end. And on the other end, you flip it over and it's a roll of ink that you can decorate your calendar. Oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah. I just don't even need to know about this because people oh. already think I'm jank because of my <laughs> calendar obsessiveness and my color coordination. Like mm-hmm. I'm super obsessed with, you know, colors. So I have this little pen case with all my pens in it because <laughs> I have everything. So shush, shush. Yeah. I know. I do feel like it would be wonderful if I could find one planner and I would commit to it. But I have to say, I like to change things up, try something new. And I I used to pick them by what, how pretty they were. So now I don't really go by how pretty it is. I go by (laughs) which one I think will keep me the most productive and organized. Yeah, I hear you. I hear you. So, you know, when it comes back down to the calendar, like there really is it's something important to consider. And the pieces that are important to consider is what's going to make you actually use it. Like there has to be pieces in it that are attractive to you. I have one friend who really, really loves the calendar that also combines like you can count your water glasses during the day. And, you know, it's also a little bit more exercise and diet and wellness incorporated, which is perfect if that's the avenue you want to take it on. And I have used them before and they are really lovely. But for me right now, where I am in my life, trying to juggle all the things that I'm juggling, I really need a calendar that's going to be functional for me. So there is no one right 
planner, the the trickiest part about shopping for planners is if you're shopping on Amazon, it's looking through the pictures and trying to decide if it's going to be the right one for you. And then hoping that when you get it, you're not going to be disappointed. Yeah. And they can be very deceiving. I ordered one last year that I used for, it's kind of like the one you used, but it was a hard cover with a spiral and it was huge. And it, looked fabulous on Amazon. I was like, oh my gosh, this is going to be the planner. And it had a Paris street scene on it. So it was kind of pretty. And then when I got it, it, there was nothing in the right spots. You know, the calendar daily boxes weren't the right size. The space for the notes was negligible. And so instead of increasing my productivity, I ended up decreasing it because I was, you know, so flummoxed with how to put things together. The thing a planner does is helps, it's supposed to help you release stress because you're not as overwhelmed. You're more productive. You've got your goals in your life more organized. So if you don't find one that works for you, then it's kind of going to have the opposite effect. Yeah, it's defeating the purpose altogether. And really, that's the big thing is, so maybe sit down for a minute and decide what are the key components that you need in a planner? Do you want it to be a month all? Do you want it to be a weekly? Do you want it to be a daily? You know, what is it that you need for you to keep yourself organized? And as Kat says, to de-stress, because for me, even though people are like, well, you rewrite that every morning. And I'm like, yes, I do. And then my day goes so much better. (laughs) You know, like they're looking at it like that seems stressful. Whereas I'm looking at it like, nope, I can mark off what was done and I can put what needs to still be done. And it is actually less stressful for me. Yeah, I agree with you 100%. So you know, Tanya mentioned apps. There are, there's an app called Fantastical that you can use if you'd prefer to have an online. There's Google Calendar. Um, there's Microsoft Outlook um, has a whole system. So there's a lot of online uh, online calendars that you can use if you really just want the calendar and you don't need all the planning capabilities. I still, I know last year when we talked about planners, I told you I was thinking about using the um, best self, one of the ones I considered was the best self planner. And I still need to go back and look at it, but I couldn't buy into it because it was a six month at a time planner. And I planned out further and that means I would have to carry around two planners and it seems to have everything because it organizes your to-dos it manages your time it helps you to create that work-life balance and it helps you to fit your work into your life and it helps you focus on the bigger picture but I just really every time I look at it, I'm like oh my gosh this one looks perfect but it's a six month at a time can't do it I feel the same thing like with the 90-day goal I am actually a 12 month to an 18 month. That's why I was really attracted to this academic planner because it's 18 months. And that, that does something for me, like, right. Because like you, you know, we're business owners. We're projecting more than just 90 days. We're projecting even more than six months. Like if we're dealing with this year's sale, we're also considering what next year's sale is going to be. So I do like the 12 to 18 month planners for sure. There's so many pieces and there's so much out there. Like trust Kat and I in saying shop around. Like it's okay to be picky in this one case because 
We want you to actually be effective in using it and to see the benefits of having a planner. You know, one thing I did want to mention, one that I'm using right now to throw in my purse. So you don't have to go out and spend a fortune on a planner system. I found this one that I keep throwing in my purse. It's a Ray Dunn planner. I got it at TJ Maxx. It has, you know, the month and it's got the daily things in it. I paid nothing for it. And if you don't need a lot of space, it's got no sections and everything. So don't feel like when you look at these online, I don't want to spend $40 on a planner or $30 or whatever. Know that there are other options out there. So you might check at Staples. Staples has a day timer planner that's usually under $20 and it's a good, it's a great planner too. So know that you have price options as well. There's, I'm, there's a ton out there just Decide what's going to work for you and then also decide what's in your budget for it. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Cool. Get organized. I love me a good planner. (laughs) My day designer is my best friend. (laughs) Perfect. I'm Kat Kahn. And I am Tanya Rice. And this is Two Pittas on a Pod signing off. Thank you for listening to Two Pittas on a Pod. We're grateful you joined us. Join us again for more musings of a couple of yogis. We hope you learned, laughed, and enjoyed this podcast, and we hope you will share your comments or questions. Email us at twopittasonapod at gmail.com. And like us on Facebook and Instagram at twopittasonapod.